You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, it is Monday, June 28th, and I appreciate you joining the show. Wanted to start here with some TCU football news, some recruiting news, uh, and, and then we'll stay with football in the second segment. But first, I wanted to discuss, um, you know, the 2022 class, it has been slow going so far. Um, for the longest time, TCU only had two commits. Uh, Cade McConnell, who was an offensive lineman from Choctaw, Oklahoma, and then C.J. Nelson, who was a wide receiver, and C.J. Nelson decommitted. Uh, I guess that was a couple weeks ago now. Um, but TCU did add a few players to that 2022 class over the weekend. And I, I've said this before, but I'll reiterate this caveat. Um, I am not a recruiting insider. That's not my bag. You know, I follow it relatively closely. Uh, but, I, I mean, I'll, I'll plug these guys. It's 247 Sports, Horn Frog Blitz, Jeremy Clark, Jeff Mitchell, Billy Wessels. Um, that's the crew to go to as far as insider nuggets. And, and I try not to um, use their information on the podcast or drop things that they put behind the boards on the podcast because they have a subscription-based model. But I do, you know, read what they have to say and, and use that to inform my opinion in a lot of ways. But I, I just want to pass along what's going on in the recruiting front. As Gary Patterson would say on Twitter, recruiting is heating up. So over the weekend, uh, TCU picked up a commitment from Trayvon McAlpine. He is a defensive lineman from Alabama. 247 has him as a three-star recruit. He's from Sarah Land, Alabama. Uh, pretty good offer list. Arizona State, Colorado, Kansas State, West Virginia, among others. 6'3", 280 pounds. So good size, good frame already. Um, an explosive player. Excited to see what he can do for TCU. And, you know, TCU has a good track record at um, evaluating and getting defensive linemen into the program developed and making them into good players. So Trayvon McAlpine uh, is the latest commitment. He committed yesterday um, from Saraland, Alabama. Again, defensive lineman, 6'3", 280 pounds. So good size, good frame. He becomes a commit to the 2022 class and uh, commits to the Gary Patterson staff. Also, this weekend, Matthew Golden from Klein Kane. He is a wide receiver, um, again, from Klein Kane High School in Houston, Texas. Three-star recruit, uh, according to 247 Sports, number 57 wide receiver in the nation, the 47th overall prospect in Texas. Another guy with an impressive offer list, Arkansas, Cincinnati, Colorado, Colorado State, among others, who offered Matthew Golden. So he kind of replaces that commitment from C.J. Nelson. And I said over the weekend, it was, you know, earlier this past week. So not quite this weekend exactly. Uh, but Matthew Golden is a recent commit uh, to the TCU 2022 class. So this is good news. Um, you get a defensive lineman and a wide receiver. You replace that loss from C.J. Nelson. And I know that Matthew Golden, I, I saw on Twitter this week that he had a really good showing at the uh, State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament which, you know, it's not a game with pads. It's not real-life football. But I think for a wide receiver, it's obviously a great indication of what you can do on the field because you're going up 
one-on-one -on -one against defensive backs from across the state. Um, and it's essentially, aside from less physicality than you'd normally see, it's basically what you're going to see on Friday night. So they pick up a commitment from him. He's 6'1", 190 pounds. Uh, Klein Kane's a good program. This seems like a great pickup. Um, he was a first-team all-district selection as a wide receiver and kick returner in 2019 and a unanimous selection as a special teams player of the year in 2020. So someone who can also get back there and return kicks as well as playing at wide receiver, uh, which we've seen a lot of those kind of short burst fast guys in the past um, at TCU. And then finally, another commit that came down recently, uh, bear with me on this name here, but I believe it's Tavita Noah. He has a tight end, and this is a Juco player from Snow College. He's originally from Salt Lake City. Um, he was a three-star prospect for 247 Sports coming out of high school. And Noah was, uh, according to Jeremy Clark and the staff there at 247, he was a guy that just really impressed at camp. Um, Gary Patterson and the staff loved him at their recent camp that they did, and they extended an offer, and he went ahead and committed. So he'll also be part of of that 2022 class, but he is a JUCO guy coming over from Snow College. So overall, you get three commits, um, and now you're up to four total, which is good news. Uh, they've moved up to eighth in the Big 12. Before these commitments, they were number nine and 64th in the nation, according to 247 Sports. And before these most recent commitments, they were sitting in the 80s. So a little bit of a jump, which is good. I mean, that's good news for TCU football. Um, this appears to be a small class again. But I, I think one thing is pretty obvious. There were some schools that really thrived um, during the dead period on getting kids and convincing kids to, to come to school there and commit over Zoom and with virtual visits and with just communicating um, without that face-to-face -face contact. And TCU either didn't really thrive at that or, or they just kind of said, you know what, we're, we're going to sit back and these classes are probably going to be smaller. And Gary Patterson even said on, on uh, the Matt Mosley show, which I work on on the radio, I remember him saying this. He was basically like, hey, you know, you wouldn't marry somebody that you met over Zoom. So I think for him as it was for everyone, it, it was really difficult to kind of get a feel for what these young men were going to do. And maybe that just wasn't the best situation for this coaching staff. But now that there's more in-person communication, now that there's camps again, uh, people can go on official visits. Hopefully we'll see some momentum start to build for TCU football on the recruiting trail as it relates to this 2022 class. And uh, we'll see how that plays out over the coming weeks. Coming up next, I want to talk some more TCU football, and really I have a Big 12 topic that I want to tackle. Before we do that, though, um, let's talk about betonline.ag. NBA playoffs going on right now. NFL and college football season right around the corner. Major League Baseball, and, and one thing that I'm not super knowledgeable on, but I know betonline.ag does a great job of covering is MMA. They have combat sports on lock. There's fights almost every weekend. And betonline.ag gives you the lines that you need to know to make some money. Paramount Sports, Lee Sterling is the one who runs it. Um, they have experts and lines for just about everything, whatever sport you're interested in. Betonline.ag, use the promo code LOCKEDON and get a 20% sign-up bonus. Betonline.ag, give it a go today. Again, Major League Baseball, uh, you know, Stanley Cup Finals. Um, 
NBA playoffs, the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals going on right now. There are plenty of things to get involved in. And oh, by the way, football is right around the corner. Start wagering today. BetOnline.ag. Okay, let's keep it going. Uh, Locked on Horn Frog segment number two. This is sort of off the beaten path a little bit, but I, I think it's a fun conversation. I, I was chatting with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12. Josh does a great job. Locked On Big 12 is a good podcast. I encourage you to check it out. About uh, Big 12 football and the upcoming season. And, and he made a point that I hadn't really considered, but after he made it, I, I, it's been bouncing in my head for the last few days. For, it, it really kind of came organically. And the first thing that he asked me to do is before I came on his podcast, he was asking me about ranking Big 12 quarterbacks. And I quickly, as I started to rank Big 12 QBs going into the season, I realized this is a really weak quarterback class as far as proven results, right? Like Spencer Rattler, number one. At number two, I put Brock Purdy. At three, I put Spencer Sanders. I think Purdy and Sanders uh, are two, three, but they're also players that have been wildly inconsistent at times. I wouldn't put them in the same tier as Spencer Rattler. Rattler had a rough start to the season, but I think as the year went on, he definitely showed he was the best quarterback in the Big 12. And then I really don't know where you go after that. I feel like, honestly, Jarrett Dagey, Max Duggan, and Skylar Thompson, you could all put them in a hat as far as ranking them and take one out and give those four, five, six, and you'd be fine. Um, and I, I get that TCU fans would probably not enjoy hearing that opinion. They would get upset by it. And I believe in Max, but I just, here's where I stand on the Duggan thing. I think if he improves a lot, what you're hoping is that the play calling is better and that the offensive line is better. And I hope that's the case too, but we've been saying that for a couple of years now, and and I can't guarantee that those two things are going to be better. So if they're not, if they're around the same, has Max improved enough on his own that he's going to be successful despite those circumstances? I don't know. I can't say that with confidence right now as we stand here today. And then you have guys that just simply haven't played. I mean, Casey Thompson is, we assume he's the guy at UT. He had a nice show in the Alamo Bowl. I'd like to see a little bit more. Uh, Kansas, I don't even really know who they're going to go with at QB. Miles Kendrick showed some promise at times, but I think the KU situation, you would just rank last. Baylor's got a quarterback battle going on between Jacob Zeno and Gary Bohannon, and Dave Aranda says Blake Shapin is in there as well. Tyler Shuck is really intriguing coming over from Oregon and making it to Texas Tech. There's some first-round pick hype around him. I can't get behind that, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But overall, I think this is a a quarterback class, a quarterback year that's very unproven. On the other side, though, is this the year of the running back in the Big 12? Brees Hall at Iowa State was a monster last year, over 1,500 yards in 11 games. But John Robinson at Texas showed a ton of promise at the end of the season. Zach Evans at TCU showed a ton of promise at the end of the season. Looks like he's going to be the guy this year. Letty Brown at West Virginia, super consistent, 1,000-yard rusher, just a, a steady presence. Deuce Vaughn at Kansas State, electric player, can be used in a variety of different ways. Would love to see how they use him there in Manhattan this season. 
Not sure who that guy is at Oklahoma State, but I mean, hey, I think LD Brown is a, a really good replacement for Chuba Hubbard. We'll see when the lights come on. Even at Oklahoma, Eric Gray transferred from Tennessee. Kennedy Brooks. I mean, I wouldn't put those guys above Spencer Rattler. I think my point being, there's a lot of teams in this conference where you're potentially more excited about the running back play than the quarterback play. I know you all wouldn't say that, but they're still pretty stacked there. There's a lot of good running backs in this league. There's a lot of teams that I would say their identity going into this season is going to be running the football and playing defense based on the coaching staff they have and the personnel they have. Is this the year of the running back in the Big 12? Is this quarterback class as weak as it's been in a long time? Now, we'll see. Some of these guys might emerge. I think Max Duggan could take a huge tip this year. I mean, Skylar Thompson's like 25 years old. Maybe this is the season that things kind of click for him and he can stay healthy. That's a huge part of it too. We'll see what Casey Thompson does. He obviously has some talent around him. Steve Sarkeesian's a great coach. Hudson Card's also in that mix, I should mention. Somebody's going to emerge, but I really think there's a number of teams in this league that are going to lean on the run game in their offense. And that's the first time we've said that in a long time in the Big 12. It's become a pass-happy league. Not anymore. Or not right now, at least. And a lot of you might not like that because you say, well, I, I, I thought the idea was TCU was going to throw the ball more this year. And I think they very well could. And there were stretches last season where, I mean, you, you'd have to throw the ball more than they did last year. But Zach Evans and Kendra Miller are going to be a huge part of that offense. And if you're going to be successful, it's because those guys are getting a ton of touches. Along with the vertical passing game, the intermediate passing game is better than it's been the past two seasons. But I really do feel like this is a, a year where the running back is going to be a huge factor in the league. That hasn't been a guarantee as of late. It, it seems like it's trending that way, though, in Big 12 football. And you hope that Zach Evans is a part of it. You hope that he's the one that TCU is banking on to carry the load this season. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. Before we do that, though, I did want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar, I've told you about it before, most delicious protein bar on the market. And good for you, too. Only 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of carbs. Built Bar. I love it. Uh, coconut brownie chunk. That's my favorite flavor. But I also love cookies and cream. I tried lemon almond cheesecake recently. And I'm a fan. BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON20 and get 20% off your next order or your first order. Try Built Bar today. Again, that's BuiltBar.com. One more time here on Locked On Horn Frogs. Let's close up shop. 
by talking about uh, a cool thing that Mike Miles has going on. TCU basketball standout. He made the under-19 USA basketball team. He'll be mixing it up. Jamie Dixon's coaching that group as the Tokyo Olympics approach. They're going through camp right now. Congratulations to Mike Miles. And, you know, I'll say, I'm starting to get some optimism for TCU basketball, which I probably shouldn't. But I just think this team is so different that hopefully they can improve. We'll see, though. I'll talk to you again Wednesday. This has been Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.